You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Yeah, but I think 
Listening to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors and we say the word ashe. It simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Tymeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. 
report us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So we poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time For an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi Hotel family. Hope everything is well with you today on this hump day, Wednesday. Hope you get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. Hoping to, weather will be accommodating, but if it's not, uh, has to get done. Sometimes it just has to get done, y'all. You know, don't procrastinate. Don't put it off. But I mean, if it's 
if it's like that, get it done right home. This is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., 10 to 12 Central. From 11 a.m., excuse me, to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, 8 to 10 Pacific. But any other time around the world, but if you cannot listen to the program live, you can always go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com. At the top of the page, you'll see podcast. Click on that. You'll see in the drop down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. But of course, too, if you just want to listen to the program while it's airing right now, instead of going to tune in, which cuts away for commercials, go right to Time for an Awakening. It's in the middle of the page on the right hand side. You know, middle of the page, right hand side. It's it's working today. I I I tested it and it's working today. I hope it's working throughout the day. But it wasn't working for me last Friday when I tried to get on from New Orleans. Yeah, it wasn't working. But anyway. Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening Medium. This program, of course, is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. And Time for an Awakening on Fridays. Fridays at, uh, well, actually, let's go to Sunday. Sunday, no. Fridays at 8 p.m. Friday, 8 p.m., Time for an Awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And then on Sunday at 7 p.m., this past Sunday, they had the Pan-African Federalist Movement on. I made mention of that. And uh, Amanda Bantu, uh, she she was on the program, and and, um, and Baba Imstara on the program. So that was great. Time for an awakening. And hopefully we can start getting some more um, organizations, some more people who want to broadcast, I hope. But I'm going to be here holding it down to the time I feel it's time for to go and do something else. You know, but I'll be here. I'll be here with you. Yeah. We Buy Black. We Buy Black, the largest. Oh, wait a minute. I just got to finish that up. That's right. The call-in number is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. And, of course, if you want to listen um, on previous programs, dial, put into search engine, whatever your search engine is, and put in the search engine, babaoshi.net, B-A-B-A-O-S-H-I.net, babaoshi.net, and there will be programs that are dated and titled, just like if you would, Time for an Awakening, and you can listen to those programs. All right. <laughs> All right. We Buy Black. We Buy Black, the largest online marketplace for American and African-owned businesses, is webuyblack.com. Get everything you need from American and African-owned businesses. Webuyblack.com. Family, I, I, I just consistently ask you to go to the website of webuyblack.com. Look at all the great products that are produced by us. Shop there. Buy there. Also, to make a donation to get a supermarket here in the Atlanta area, which, of course, that should have been done happen. Been done happen. But same token, let's, let's pretend like everything from this day past was a new day. Let's now make it happen. 
African for the Africans, Brother Bomani Tayemba. He's ready to take another group of our people to a trip of a lifetime. His next his next tour is uh is a good ways away. It's Tanzania, November sixteenth through the twenty seventh. November sixteenth through the twenty seventh, Tanzania. And it's forty two hundred dollars. Very affordable. And then after that, it's Azenia. December 24th to January 4th, 2024. Once again, $4,400 to Hazenia. And then March 29th to April 9th, 2024, 4000 Liberia, 4000 And then July 11th to the 23rd, Ghana. November 21st to, to December 2nd, 2024, Kemet tell you $4,400 to go to Kemet brothers and sisters that is something that you would want to do believe me and April 1st to April 11 2025 still asking $4,400 but of course all those prices change based upon a number of factors of course but at this time you maybe want to say hey I want to go to Senegal and Gambia lock it in at $4,400 April 1st to April 11th, 2025. And of course, you can go on the site and talk about and see for yourself that you can buy land, invest in, in the Black Star Repatriation Program and Pan-African Community. You know, all those things are there. That's right. Africa for the African. If you want to see pictures of previous tours, go to facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to see videos of previous tours, go to youtube.com forward slash Bomani 2007. Africa for the Africans.org. Habashah. Habashah Incorporated.org. Helping Africa by establishing schools at home and abroad. And of course, they, as I've been mentioning, this month, Saturday the 24th, from noon to 8 p.m. Uh, at 477 Windsor Street here in Atlanta, the Habashah Incorporated presents Organic Fest. Organic Fest, they're going to have uh, group tours and workshops, uh, Kumba Children's Corner, holistic food vendors, and live music entertainment. Because see, Hamashal is a pan-African organization that cultivates leadership in youth and families through practical experiences in cultural education, sustainable agriculture, entrepreneurship, holistic health, and technology. Incorporated.org. LEDGE. LEDGE stands for Land for the Environmental Development of Group Economics. The LEDGE Group, brothers and sisters, become a member of the LEDGE Group. They deal in the areas of, four, of, of human existence, the vital four areas of human existence, which is food, water, clothing, and shelter. They have 12 projects on six countries and over 170 employees and over 260 members. Become a member of the LEDGE Group, Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. Abibiatumi, dot com. Brothers and sisters, there they have a uh, African Power program coming up next month. African Power. Abibiatumi, A B I B I T U M I. Abibiatumi dot com. Smile Pharmacy. S M A I S A R M A C Y. Smile Pharmacy dot com. 
contact Brother Jabril at 770-765-7751. That's 770-765-7751. Talk to Brother Jabril about your particular health. Give him some information and he'll come up with a program for you. Great program for you. That's Smy Pharmacy, S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. SmyPharmacy.com. If you want to um, check them out on Gmail, give them a drop them a line, drop them an email at SmyPharmacy at Gmail. S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. The Moses West Foundation and the Atmospheric Water Generating System. The AWG, the technology that the Brother Moses West has. And there are other systems out there, brothers and sisters. But hey, this brother is doing it for us, for humans, for the human family. He's not looking for investors. He's looking for donations. He's looking for brothers and sisters who want to give some money to help others. You know? That's right, the Moses West Foundation. The Moses West Foundation.org. I'll get um, the Moses West in here real soon. Talk about how things are coming along. Like I said, he, he changed the whole website. And they show him in Jackson, Mississippi, and other places. You know, because once again, there is no shortage of water. Although, there are areas in the world where the water is scarce, but it's the access to water. And his machine gives you water wherever it is, wherever it is. That's why we need to support it and hopefully get those machines out there, out in the world, particularly in Africa, where water is sometimes very scarce. So... Ah, Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar, Wadada's. Located in the West End here in Atlanta on Ralph Dippet Abernathy Boulevard. Across the street from Soul Vegetarian Restaurant, up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna, Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar. Brothers and sisters, give them a call at 404-444-1635. 404-444-1635. Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar. Medu Bushster in the Greenbrier Mall. Mama Nia has a fine selection of books, postcards, greeting cards, gift certificates, gift certificates, t-shirts, figurines, and all so much more. Many times she has book signings there and other things, uh, presentations. I've given one myself there back in March, I believe it was. So check out the Meddu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall, located right on the main strip every from Monday through Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 9, and from Sunday from 12 noon to 6. Give her a call at 404-346-3263, 404-346-3263, the Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. The Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar, located east of Atlanta off of I-20, take I-20 going east, exit 74, make a left, you're on Main Street going to, you're on Main Street going to, uh, in Lithonia. Going to the black dot. It's on the left. He has a fine selection of books, all kinds of stuff. Coffee bar with bean pie. Yeah. He has some good bean pie. Supreme from Chicago. Give him a call at 
305-637-3770. Brothers and sisters, there is light in the black dot. Jump back on the street again, the main street now. This time go south and make a left, and now you're going east again. The next exit is exit 74. Excuse me, exit 75. Make a right, and you're on Turner Hill Road. Three lights, make another right, and there will be on the left the new Black Wall Street Market. The new Black Wall Street Market. Check them out. Us Lifting Us, the economic development cooperative for our people in the spirit of Ujamaa. Every Thursday night on Blog Talk Radio. Every Thursday night at 9 p.m. from 9 to 10 on Blog Talk Radio. Forward slash ULU, Us Lifting Us. The name of the program is Dare to Win. If you want to call to listen or to give questions, comments, or concerns, dial 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. That's us lifting us to economic development cooperative for our people. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop, they're open today. They're open from Tuesday through Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. And Brother Abija in Macon, Georgia, has got it. He's got it going on. Believe me, he does. He has his, his shop is from every part of his shop. There's something to sell. And he even has vegan food. He has a restaurant in, on the premise. That's right. So he has it all for you, Brother Abija. Give him a call at 478-256-1166. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. Sun God Ascension One Stop Natural Shop located 4140 in Jonesboro Road on Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia. Inside the International Discount Mall Booth 225. Give my sister, my dear sister Shelly Armanset, a call at 404 434-7963. That's 404. 434-7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. Sister Gabrielle Aurelia has been doing great work with our young children in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti. They rely solely on brothers and sisters like us to give donations so they continue to function in the areas of education, health care, sustainable agriculture, and entrepreneurship. Check out sanjay-haiti.org. S-O-N-J-E-A-Y-I-T-I.org. Sanjay-haiti.org. Occupant Institute and Occupant House, you know, they, they have a uh, summer school program upcoming. Summer school program will be starting next Monday, Juneteenth Day, next Monday. And, of course, we'll be talking about Juneteenth Day on Friday, as well as on Monday, the day of Juneteenth. And uh, I know um, Friday is going to be I'm putting the question out there. What's most important? What celebration of us uh, that we have is most important to you? Is it Kwanzaa? Is it Juneteenth? Is it Malcolm X's birthday? Marcus Garvey's birthday? You know uh, August next, um, after July, of course, is August. And, and a lot of great things have happened in the month of August for African people. In fact, they call it African August. They call it Black August. But, you know, I have this thing about 
black. <laughs> Which, of course, I'm going to be talking about that after uh, <clears throat> after the program. Um, but um, the in the inyasasim, the inyasasim of daily revolutionary thought, and um, I'm going to be reading from that, and then I'm going to talk about uh, good brother. Uh, <clears throat> from the Association of Study of Classical African Civilizations, Brother Bashir Akanyele Pata, you know, uh, sent me a, a, a newsletter, Brother Pata Akanyele, dealing with Dr. Hawass. Dr. Hawass. Don't like Dr. Hawass. Never like Dr. Hawass. And Dr. Hawass said many years ago that, uh, that ancient Egypt was not African. Well, of course, he said it's not black. But that's the same thing because, you know, I don't use the word black. Like they say, black Africa. There's no black Africa. There's Africa. Just like there's no white. See, to denote there's a black Africa, then for the Caucasians that live in Africa, there's a white Africa. No, they're not African. They're colonizers. They're not indigenous. No, they're not African. I don't give a damn. Just as Malcolm said, just because a cat has kittens in the oven, don't make them biscuits. Just because you were born in Africa, you ain't African. And just like me, I wasn't born in Africa, but Africa shown in hell was born in me. I am more African than your ass. I love Africa. So we're going to talk about that and, and Dr. Awas who's adamant that uh, ancient he ain't saying the contemporary, he's saying ancient the beginnings was not African and so Dr. Awas can kiss my exactly exactly June 13th we told him to leave uh, also, too, family, after I do this, I'm going to be reading from the Inyasasim, the, the dates that we missed when I was out of, when I was in New Orleans at the EDI program. Because you know this great wisdom, the beautiful narratives and the writings of Baba Barudi, the, the, the quote, the profound quotes of some of our heroes and sheroes. So we're going to go over that. But these are the ones I would read today, which is yesterday Sunday excuse me yesterday Tuesday and today Wednesday the 14th so June 13th we told them to leave us alone and keep away from us they followed on and beset our paths and they foiled themselves among, and they coiled themselves amongst us like the snake they poisoned us by their touch Chief Blackhawk. However measured, Urugu is the most immoral, unethical, and corrosive agent on this planet. Everything they touch is poisoned, and nothing they encounter is left unscathed. If what they contaminate leaves, it becomes so chronically diseased and disfigured that it cannot be distinguished from the vile parasite that infected it. The European acidity cannot hide its need to have and control all. 
Western terrorism it, in its projection of this terroristic mentality on others reflects their innate intolerance of fair competition and difference. They will have all or they will try to destroy everything. They will have all or they will try to destroy everything. They understand only that which is stated and enacted uh, in its own violent, abrasive language. When we study the historical record, their toxic expansion is abundantly clear. We know that everything, when we know that asking them to keep their disease to themselves does not work, or they need to project themselves into others in order to become defined as human. It is this a self-serving portrayal that projects the illusion that there is a workable solution within the Western cultural context that would not call for the total dismantling of European culture. <laughs> no, you got to, you just got to get out of it totally. But knowing this terroristic way of being is biologically and culturally infused. We need to ask if it is even possible for Europeans to exist outside of the European culture and the global reality that they have imposed on everyone else. I say. Affirm, I know the cause of our, of our making war. Affirm, I know the cause of our making war. <sighs> I tell you, to, to deal with the Urugu the way we have to deal with them, and, and I'm not naive, and it's been said here by Brother Rick, Brother Irv, many others, that we're in a situation where we may have to fight. It, it can't come down to reasoning. It can't, we, we can't say that to them, listen, we have finally got ourselves together. We out of here. Leave us alone. No, it don't work like that. We're going to have to defend that. So in our quest to educate ourselves, defense is also part of education. We have to fight. Yes, I know we're outgunned. We're not outmanned. We have more manpower than they ever will. But I know we're outgunned. But damn it, we got to fight. June 14th. I wish I could wrap my people up and fly away with them. I say. Let me read that again. I say, I wish I could wrap my people up and fly away with them. Beautiful sister, Ida B. Wells. Sister Ida B. Wells Barnett. What makes being African such a difficult concept and way of life is not so much the problem of identifying who as the people we are in thought and practice, as it is trying to find ways to instill and implement these uncompromised core African traditions in this contemporary, insane, self-absorbed, anti-African reality. To make ourselves take the logical steps backward in order to progressively and more beneficially move forward from a position of African power and knowing is beyond the cognitive possibilities of most of us in this place and time. Nonetheless, 
for those of us who have consciously made the choice to be African, I say, embracing all that it means, no matter what time or place we exist in, direction requires that we seriously reconceptualize what we have misguidedly learned to believe is African because we have been forced to look at our ancestors through a Eurocentric cultural lens. Serious definitions of of what our ancestors were and, and we're not as human beings requires fearless, willing minds, minds which are truly open to the earnest answers to some very weighted questions about exactly who we should and should not be. In that African intellectual space, there is no fence to straddle, no gray area. There's only others, lies and our truth. (laughs) There are only others, lies, and then there's our truth. That's it. Affirm. I define what it means to be African only through the mind of our ancestors. Affirm. I define what it means to be African only through the minds of our ancestors. The Enya Sassam of daily revolutionary thought. Let us go back, family, and look at some of the ones that we missed. The great wisdom, the, the beautiful quotes of our ancestors. Some, there are some temporaries, but the beautiful quotes of our, our ancestors and contemporaries. And Baba Brudy's outstanding deep thought narratives June 1st there are other ways to kill a people or colonize them but none is more certain than the denial and control of their food Samyeti what would you do if you woke up in the dead of winter to find all the grocery stores co-ops, farmers markets, restaurants in your community closed and unscalable, impenetrable, impenetrable, highly guarded wall erected around it. What would you do if this wall separated you from water, gas, electricity, hospitals, pharmacy outlets, fire rescue, and other services, schools, and relatives, but not churches, not liquor stores, not malls, not not your cable, not drug dealers, not nightclubs, casinos, and police brutality. No, it didn't screen you from that. What would you do if your family was starving, but those who built the wall would give you and yours a few slices of bacon, some stale bread, and the choice of whatever overseer, driver, position you desire on the plantation? that they were establishing right outside the wall if only you would help turn your people away from rebellion and convince them to accept recaptured, to be recaptured, re-enslavement in exchange for food. What would you do if these intensified the droppings of poison from helicopters onto the urban gardens for fear of us refusing to consume only their nutritional products? nutritional side (laughs) what would you do if after completing the job of poisoning our remaining 
arable plots, they decide that they would rather keep their food than to make or take our money because the quality and quantity of the edible and digestible substances have become worse and made scarce. What would you do if they decide we were not worthy of feeding anymore? Hmm. Think on that family. They have decided to just choke us off. Affirm. I grow, prepare, and protect my own food. That's what we should be doing. Shay. June 2nd. You don't get liberated through morality. You get liberated through power. Repeat. You don't get liberated through morality. You get liberated through power. Kwame Ture. In order for us to be liberated through power, we must be able to identify and master it and distinguish it from influence. Once again, family, power is the ability to define reality. Power is the ability to define reality. And you take that definition and you shape it and you fasten it in your image and in your interest. That's what power is. It's not voting. It's not money. It's none of those things. Power is the ability to define reality. Now, the further definition says the ability to define reality and then have others accept your definition as if it's their own. I don't want to impose our reality on no damn body. I want us to be secure in who we are in our reality. I don't want to influence nobody. I don't want to make somebody think this way or that. I give less than a rat's ass. I only care at this very moment about African people and our very survival because I know, and I know you know if you listen to this program, you know it is under attack on a 24-7 basis. So I understand what power is. Power is the direct, unmitigated exercise of self-determining consciousness regardless of others' objections. It is the uncompromised actualization of one's will into existence with the force that prevents any successful challenge to its fulfillment. There is no questioning conscience our historically grounded, spirit-driven power. Influence, on the other hand, is not power. Influence, on the other hand, is not power. Influence, on the other hand, is not power. It is an attempt to alter the opinion or actions of those ones considered to be more powerful to your advantage. It is of a lesser breed of potency than power. One cannot exercise influence as a means of forcing one's will. Of the two, only power can be effectively exercised in this way. The exercise or threat of existing an exercising force or violence falls within the domain of power, not influence. Therefore, outside of the intervention of the influencer's charisma, which is unlikely to 
seriously impact those power holders. Already well-trained in manipulation, influence is the act of belief in change. It is an expectation of a probability based on the goodwill or the gullibility of power welders. In the case of Africans relative to Europeans, it is an act of wishful hoping against the recording of history. Of all our studies, history is best qualified to reward our research. Look at the history. A lot of times, that's what we don't do. Look at the history of our relationship to the European. And look at it historically. Look at it from ancient time. Look at it from times past of two, three, four hundred years to present day. To present day. And we must clearly understand and clearly state that we cannot go forward with this same relationship. It must end. In the case of Africans relative to Europeans, it is an act of wishful hoping against the record of history. It is a shameful attempt at a pretense of power which gives the illusion of integrity and a substance to a voluntary servitude. Wow. Affirm, I am being liberated through my, our own power. Affirm, I am being liberated through my and our own power. I'm defining reality for myself. I'm saying this is what it is. This is what I will do. I understand power is the ability to define reality. And I'm shaping it and fashioning it in my image and in my interest for our people. That's what power is, family. That's what power is. It's, it's not money. It's not it's not uh, 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 it's not education, information. I know I, I know the people say that and you hear that on some some shows of ours, you know. Uh uh what they say, what they say? Information and education, power. No, it's not. If the education and information you've been receiving is flawed and accurate, then that it is. No. Because it teaches you, it steers you, it trains you, it it, it makes you turn, it makes you go in a way against your will, against the will of your people. It benefits Urugu. It benefits others, not us. June 4th. This is in this is in this world no such force as a force of a man determined to rise. There is in this world no such force has the force of a man determined to rise. There is in this there is in this world no such force as the force of a man determined to rise. William Edward Burkhart Du Bois, W. E. P. Du Bois, Du Bois. We were once existed in a state of Maat, in sync with the universe and each other. Our decline has been identified with the invading presence of others 
skilled in disorder and devoid of civilization, but welcomed by our xenophobic hearts. Our, excuse me, but welcomed by our xenophilic, our xenophilic, xenophobic is fear of others, xenophilic is welcoming. And that's what we've always been. This is a very true statement. But welcomed by our xenophilic hearts and our gradual force, mistaken submission to these inquisitioners, spiritual, spiritual ways. Physical, mental, and spiritual and cultural devastation followed in rapid, rapid succession. Over 3,000 years, fragmentation, poverty, and powerlessness rained down upon our people giving us ample cause to lose memory. Even so, there we there were still those among us who refused to accept these lies about our natural state. There was those among us moving from generation to generation who refused to be de-Africanized. We unwelcomed and relearned what was more than a skin deep as well as what secrets our skin held, the melanin. From this milestone, we began to claim what was inherently ours. Returning to our source, we studied, reconceptualized, and built institutions modeled in the spirit of our ancestors. Our intergenerational rebirth into who we have always been galvanizes us to save ourselves from a corrupted, self-hating menocide. The best of us have realized that culture is the key. The best of us have realized that culture is the key to sustaining a momentum of this awakening until we have reached and gone beyond the point where we can see no way other than that of our ancestors. I say, affirm, I am the best of us. Affirm, I am the best of us. June 5th, we have a right to self-determination. It is a birthright which we need neither justification or to, or to explain. Tom and Moy, Tom and Boy, we have a right to self-determination. It is a birthright which we need not either justify or explain. Self-confidence comes about and is expanded through the demands of initiative. What this means is that those individuals who have self-confidence or who claim to or, or want to claim it are those who are willing to take the first step to do something. First as an initial, as well as in, as in before others. Warriors working to develop their confidence select individuals who have mastered what they have not to challenge them. They pick someone they can learn from. Why would we wish to deny our children their birthright to experience a real reality, a challenging one, a self-discovering one? Why would we force a weakening synthetic one on them that drives them to find the easiest way to ever end just because we can't take any pain? Why do we refuse to make our children powerful in the way, in the only way people have ever done so. Through struggle. 
we must have the confidence to imagine a legion of tempered descendants who would know they can handle anything that confronts them. Now that's power. Those who follow us would have found the infinite potential by having successfully passed the increasingly more difficult tests that we carefully and compromisingly placed before them. They would intuitively know that I can't, that can't. They would intuitively know that can't die long before the ancients were born. They would know they are African. Just as no one is born wise, no one is born with self-confidence. It has to be developed. It has to be nurtured. It takes time. Affirm. I am self-confident as I approve, as I pursue African liberation. Affirm. I am self-confident as I pursue African liberation. I say. June 7th. To manipulate history is to manipulate consciousness. To manipulate consciousness is to manipulate possibilities. And to manipulate possibilities is to manipulate power. Got great answers. Nana Amos Wilson, Dr. Amos Wilson. In African society, one possesses, possesses does not determine the weight of one's voice. One's possessions does not determine the weight of one's voice. All voices were valued. Here, in this reality of only either dominance or powerlessness, the articulation of political truths rests in the hands of the ruling group. For less politically powerful groups, such as us, leadership has become defined by individuals' ability to manipulate words to make them appear as they are not, the ability to tell bold-faced lies and have others believe them, and the ability to champion safe causes, objectives which are mere symptoms of the truth. Vile causes that fear no approach, and the ability to shrewdly oversee the interests of those they worship are owned and feared. But the fault is not wholly theirs, because our vulnerability and majestic orientation, we become victimized by misleaders who limited by others come to us for refuge while full of self or they are full of selfish intent in dissolving following those who we told speak for us. We too expect and become excited over leaders who talk a good game who entertain charismatically, who debate well, who have gift of gab because we have because we have misdefined the nature of politics and war. Equally dangerous, we operate as if the Western society is fair and that the true will come to light and that reform, not revolution, is needed for us to become victorious. Mm. Let me read that again. That whole, let me read that again. Equally dangerous, we operate as if the Western society, this madness that we live in, is fair and that the truth will come to light and that reform, not not revolution, 
is needed for us to become victorious. Sad. Affirm, I am politically empowered. Affirm, I am politically empowered. No, no family. Mm-mm. There is nothing that's going to happen here for us. Nothing. June 8th, it is idle, a hollow mockery for us to pray to God to break the oppressor's power while we, while we neglect the means of knowledge which will give us the ability to break their power. God will help us when we help ourselves. God will help us when we help ourselves. Frederick Douglass. The 42 oracles or the principles of Ma'at speak to action and restraint, not just passive resistance. They give us important logical qualifiers such as, I will not be wrathful and angry except for just cause, and I will not utter curses except for against evil. Driven by a captivity, need to individually survive. Many of us have accepted the trenchant passive versions of these. In our dogged efforts to escape the necessary violence of our people's struggle to rise. We have committed treason against our ancestors by helping others work their genocidal magic against us. And action is still action because inert, inert soldiers change the balance of power. Contrary to popular belief, nothing but ourselves will save us from a predatory people who need passive self-sedated sleep sheep who need passive self-sedated sheep in order to remake the world in their image. Without our combined open-eyed earthly efforts, we will find that the kind of false peace realized through misguided individuals' prayers and meditations becomes our living death. There is no universal rule stating that people cannot remain as captives indefinitely. Let me repeat. There is no universal rule stating that people cannot remain as captives indefinitely. Ages, Aquarius, and, and otherwise will not free us without us. They only set the stage for us for what we can be done. They only set the stage for what can be done. Cosmic cycles do not take us out of the human reality. They only facilitate the possibilities of changing it. Ashay. Affirm. I only ask my ancestors to assist us in delivering us from evil. Affirm. I only ask my ancestors to assist us in delivering us from evil. June 9th. The success of our oppressor is evident in our the success of our oppressor is evident in our amnesia. Eric Bozeman. Has warriors and spiritual beings holding the most profound honor and reverence for the spirit of those who died for us in the so called middle passage, the in Dosi, I can't pronounce it, so I'm gonna just go ahead and Keep it at middle passage, okay, family? We have to bring our African minds to visualize the comedic ocean 
has our largest shrine. The Comedic Ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, is our largest shrine. We have to comprehend and appreciate this great body of water because it contains the greatest concentration of ancestral emotions, content of our restless spirit, warrior spirit. Therefore, we must make it a place where we go to wade, pray, meditate, pour libation, make offerings, and cry out for ancestral strength in our battle for righteous justice. To do this, we have no we have to again become those who un- involuntarily and unconsciously participated in the creation of this living shrine, a shrine of water, of untold amounts of the substances we we cannot live without. Shrines do not just appear, they are human in- identifications of sacred spaces where the connection with the creator deities and ancestors are closest only when we go inside a mind so damaged by the fear that it thrives on forgetfulness and insanity for only then will we be able to understand why people would leave ones if it's most important shrines unattended and even forgotten or forgotten for scores of generations as a spiritual energy within its simmers, raging and waiting. Remembrance gives us life, force and power. Remembrance gives us life, force and power. Affirm, I have no amnesia about the middle passage. Affirm, I have no amnesia about the middle passage. June 10th. Our objective is the destruction of evil systems of global European, Caucasian, extremism, racism, and privilege, better known as white supremacy. Our objective is the destruction of the evil system of global white supremacy and the reassertion of our right to self-determination and the resurrection of divine humanity that we brought to the world in the beginning. I have to read that again, family. Our objection, our excuse me, our objective is the destruction of the evil system of European, Caucasian extremism, racism, and privilege, better known as global white supremacy, and to the reassertion of our right to self-determination and the resurrection of divine humanity that we brought to the world in the beginning. Heru Anke Seb, James Morrell. Victory is in the hands guided by the minds of those warriors who have already won. If you come to the, if you come to the court field or board full of apprehension and doubt because of your opponent's record or fabricated reputation, then you have already lost. If you were weary of battle, even though the war has yet to be won, and allow the enemy's propaganda of their progress and their righteousness to seep in and infect your moral, you have already begun the process of self-defeat. Words must be ever vigilant of every thought entering their conscious and subconscious mind. For weak Indulgent, 
indecisive, defeatist thinking leads to easy defeat. No matter the odds, no matter the duration in battle, no matter the difficulty, only through the strength given through heartfelt courage brings victory. I say, affirm, I am ever vigilant of every thought entered into my mind. I know that's right. I am ever vigilant of every thought that enters my mind. Brothers and sisters, the inya, the inya sasem of daily revolutionary thought. Brothers and sisters, I tell you, there's nothing like that wisdom that the quotes in Baba Baruti's narratives, there's nothing like it. You know, and I know you agree. I'm going to go ahead and take a break. We come back from the break. We'll talk about Dr. Zaida Was and his ever, you know, I've stated so many times, and I know you know I have, about um, the reality of who we are and ancient Kemet letting us know that uh, Dr. Shikanta Jop had done the work in 74, him and Dr. Othello Filio Binga, they dusted them dudes, all them crackers who was in they were now they were the only two Africans, the only two Africans in Cairo in 1974 who explained clearly who the ancient Kemetic people were. And they had the smoking gun. We'll tell you about that when we come back. Stay with us. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Will exist to Armageddon is a witness. The Vegetals built the earth. 
in place. Obtained and discovered. Tune in your audio and he becomes a brother. Yo, Aristotle, Plato, To move out, I guess I got no choice. Rats in the front room, roaches in the back, junkies in the alley with the baseball bat. I tried to get away, but I couldn't get far. Cause a man with the touch of repossessed my car. Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. Standing on the front stoop, hanging out the window, watching all the cars go by, roaring as the breezes blow. A crazy lady living in a bag, eating out of garbage pails, used to be a fag hag, such a dash to tango, skipped the life and tango, a circon prince to seem to lost her senses. Down at the peep show, watching all the creeps, so she could tell her stories to the girls back home. She went to the city and got so, so, so did it, she had to get a pimp, she couldn't make it on her own. Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge, I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. My brother's doing fast on my mother's TV. Says she watches too much. It's just not healthy. All my children in the daytime, Dallas at night, can't even see the game or the Sugar Ray fight. The bill collectors, they ring my phone and scare my wife when I'm not home. Got a bump education, double digits, inflation. Can't take the train to the job. There's a strike at the station. Me on King Kong, standing on my back, can't stop to turn around. Broke my sacroiliac, a mid-range migraine, cancer membrane. Sometimes I think I'm going insane. I swear I might hijack a plane. Don't push me. Call, I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. My son said, Daddy, I don't want to go to school because the teacher's a jerk. He must think I'm a fool. And all the kids go reaper. I think it'd be cheaper if I just got a job, learn to be a street sweeper. I dance to the beat, shuffle for my feet, wear a shirt and tie, and run with the creeps. Because it's all about money. Ain't a damn thing funny. You got to have a con in this land of milk and honey. They push that girl in front of the train. 
choking to the doctor, so the arm on the game. Stabbed that man right in his heart. Gave him a transplant for a brand new start. I can't walk through the park, cause it's crazy after dark. Keep my hand on my gun, cause they got me on the run. I feel like an outlaw, broke my last glass jaw. Hear them say, you want some more living on a seesaw. Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. Say what? It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep going under. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep going under. A child is born with no state of mind, blind to the ways of mankind. God is smiling on you, but he's frowning too, because only God knows what you'll go through. You'll grow in the ghetto, living second rate, and your eyes will sing a song of deep hate. The places you play and where you stay looks like one great big alleyway. You'll admire all the number book takers, thugs, pimps, and pushers, and the big money makers. Driving big cars, spending 20s and 10s, and you want to grow up to be just like them. <laughs> Smugglers, scramblers, Burglars, gamblers, pickpocket peddlers, even panhandlers. You say, I'm cool, I'm no fool, but then you wind up dropping out of high school. Now you're unemployed, all non-void, walking around like your pretty boy Floyd. Turn stick up, kid, but look what you done did. Got sent up for an eight-year bid. Now your manhood is took and you're a make tag. Spend the next two years as an undercover fag being used in the field to serve like hell. To one day, you was found hung dead in the cell. It was plain to see that your life was lost. You was cold and your body swung back and forth but now your eyes sing the sad sad song of how you live so fast and die so young so don't push me cause i'm close to the edge i'm trying not to lose my head <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes it makes me wonder how i keep from going under <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes it makes me wonder how i keep from going under <laughs> yo bell you see that girl man, yeah, man. Yo, that sound like Cowboy, man. Yo, what's up, money? Yo, ow. Hey, where's Cool and Raheem at? Lay upstairs, cool and out. So what's up for the night, yo? Yo, we can go down to the feet, man. Go check out June, bud. Hey, yo, you know that girl, Betty? Yeah, man. My mom's got balls, man. Nah, what? Yeah, yeah, she got her bad. You're listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspective. Sorry about the piece that I did on X-Clan. Ah, man. Well, heed the words to the brother for sure. And, of course, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Those are two, uh, even though this is a hip-hop month, the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. But those are some of the cuts that uh, truly resonated with me. As an old dude, because I was coming up, old dude from Jump Street, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> I wasn't feeling it, but I felt those, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, from the, the uh, rap came out in the eighties. I'm still in the seventies, you know. I still want to sing with the, with the dramatics and the temps and the whispers and so forth. We're going we're gonna to talk about the rest of the program about um, 
Dr. Zahid Awas and the danger he possesses. Uh, my good brother, Brother Bashir Akanyele, uh, wrote a nice little piece here. And uh, so we're going to get off into that and give us your perspective. And of course, if you want to talk about anything you heard in the first half, that's good too. You know, just give us a call at 215-490-9832-215-490-9832. The Association for the Study of Classical African Civilizations, ASCAC, has been in the forefront of reclaiming and recapturing and restoring the ancient comedic history because I think we all realize that was the height, the apex, the zenith, the pinnacle of African high culture. It was a model for the world. It gave the world the disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, and we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt after hundreds and hundreds of years of existence in their decline. You know, they were already on the decline. In fact, there are 30 dynasties. A dynasty is a period of time that a family rules. It could be a day, or it could be hundreds of years, depending upon the strength of that family and its rulership. There were 30 dynasties. After the 30th dynasty, then come the Greeks, the Ptolemies, Alexander the so-called great, and his generals, the Ptolemies. Some hundred so years later, or 200 years later, you get Cleopatra. Cleopatra number seven. Cleopatra the seventh. And the argument has always been, was she African? Well, the reality is that she was Macedonian in her foundation because that's who came in, the Greeks came in to rule. But the reality is that she was, if you want to use the word mixed, or there was some African in her. There was some African in her and in her relatives, which probably caused her to have much like other Caucasians who have intercourse with Africans, be it male or female, the offspring does not truly look like them. There are, there are exceptions, there are rare exceptions, but because genetically we are dominant, the Europeans are ex recessive. Dominant, dominant, you get dominant. Dominant, recessive, you get dominant. So what she, she might look like a high yellow sister. How about you? Let's, let's, you you want to go with that? Because I know uh, there's been a lot of backlash about the series. I haven't seen it on Cleopatra documentary, but she has portrayed that. And of course, she was betrayed, betrayed, betrayed. She was betrayed as Caucasian when, back in I think of the 30s or 40s, when Claudette Colbert, 
played her. And then, of course, in the 60s, it was huge. It was a blockbuster. It was at the Strand Theater in Milwaukee, downtown Milwaukee, big, big marquees, big murals, and so forth for years. Cleopatra. Then, of course, um, it was hardly ever on TV. Yeah. And, of course, you can, you can see all these things on YouTube. I'm quite sure you might be able to get Cleopatra if you want to. The one with Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton. Richard Burton is Mark Anthony. Uh, can't remember who was Caesar. And of course, that's the, it's, that's the story. And there was a lot of backlash on that. So, as far as I'm concerned, I could give less than a rat's ass about that. But what I do care about is the Arabs who swept across North Africa in the advent of Islam in taking all that territory taking Kim and having no respect having no respect at all for what they were looking at and what they had come upon they defaced many things they, they took although there was an earthquake where the limestone, the white limestone covering, and I know if you are a person who um, follows, and I think that everybody should, because like once again, that is the height of African high culture. And everything that was created in it was African. You know, so you need to look at that, understand what we have done and what we're capable of doing. So that and also two families still once again go to YouTube Great Pyramid K 2019 they'll explain to you in a rational sense is there somebody who can I don't know but in a rational sense if there's somebody who can disprove fine but in a rational sense of who built the pyramids and how they were built who, how all those statues and monuments and pottery look so perfect. How? In, in, in many uh, 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 minerals that are hard, very hard, that you couldn't, you know, of that day. It was the Bronze Age. They had bronze tools. It would be impossible to carve those things so perfectly, so smoothly. Think. Great Pyramid K 2019. And so when the Greeks finally came into Kemet, it was old. It was old. And then, of course, when the Arabs came in, it was much older. And like I said, they took a lot of the limestone coverings, the white limestone to build mosques and so forth. And of course, they uh, raided tombs. They raided tombs and sold mummies to Europeans who believed that if you grinded the mummies up because they lived so long, they lived so long through the process of mummification. So they believe if you grind them up and drink them, use them as a tea as a tea and drink it that you too 
would live along. That's right, family, the incredible edible money. That's right. <laughs> These folks, I swear. And so Dr. Wass, you've seen him if you watched um, many of the historical things about Kemet. He's been on TV for a long time. You know, Discovery Channel, Learning Channel, National Geographics, PBS, so forth. Because still, even after Shake onto the job, even after Job proved, along with Thelophilio Obinga, who was a linguistic, proved and won the debate in 1974 against all them damn crackers, they still, you know why? Because they do what, family? They suffer from cognitive dissonance. They don't want to accept the truth. And in the mortal words of Colonel Nathan Jessup, played by Jack Nicholson, when he is questioned by Colonel Caffey, played by Tom Cruise. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. They can't. They can't handle the truth. They suffer from cognitive dissonance. They believe that they're superior. And anybody who brings any information to prove otherwise, it will be dismissed, it will be ignored. They believe that ancient Kemetic society was Caucasian. They believe that the pyramids and temples and tombs built by Caucasians or by, I don't know how you want to put it, um, you know, Israelites, Hebrews, whatever, and they were Caucasian, just like the European Jews are. Because the European Jews believe that's who they are too. And of course you got the black Hebrew Israelites who want to say something different. This is my good brother Bashir. Good, good, good brother, educator. You know. Yeah. Bashir Muhammad Pata Akanyele. He says the dangers of Dr. Zahid Awas. Take note. African people are facing Dr. Zahid Awas, the man with the hat, to address his Arab racist distortions of Kemet and African studies. In response to the American African community's outrage, with racist lectures. Dr. Hawass continuously works to justify a fabricated lie in his 23-tour city of the U.S. that the origin of Kemet comes from Caucasian and Arabs. His, racist, his racism will not allow him to state the fact that Kemet's origins begin with African people. Dr. Owas is very dangerous. His racism contributes to the classroom instruction on African history beginning only in captivity and colonization. Dr. Owas and his kind have masses of American African and African people believing that we have contributed nothing to the development of human civilization and religion. That's right. Dr. Owas 
and his kind we, where, where they have masses of Negroes coloreds believing that we have contributed nothing to the development of human civilization and religions this racist thinking reinforces and this, this racist thinking reinforced and reinforces the justification for making African lives no matter where in the world for us to be in captivity, colonized or murdered, oppressed and exploited in the past and presently. But the most dangerous and damaging effect of racism justifies reducing us down to the permanent underclass. Remember when I talked about uh, in the, what Caucasians have said about us coming out of Dr. Anthony Broder's book, Nile Valley Contributions to Civilization, where all these Caucasians said this thing about us, and this is coming out of the 17, 1800s where they're most racist, where they're just so adamant. You know? So. And we must make all of them accountable. We must force all of our elected officials to support the factual education of Kemet in African studies and condemn all forms of racism. We must condemn all forms of racism. Brother Bashir, I can, Brother Bashir, Pata, I can yell it. Here is an excerpt of what Dr. Wass's comments. He is in the former, he is the former minister of antiquities in the Arab Republic of Egypt before the invasion of Egypt by Arabs in 693 in the seventh century when Islam came on the scene. This part of the African world was called Kemet. The word Kemet means land of the blacks or the black land. June 9th, New York lecture in the conference center with an audience of more than 1,800 seats. I don't know if there's more than 1,800 people, but he said 1,800 seats. Before the lecture, there was a demonstration organized by the American African people in front of the entrance of the center. They were carrying a big sign that says that Egypt is African civilization and also handling out leaflets that asked for taking back my PhD certificate which I looked which I took from the University of Pennsylvania. They asked for removing the certificate from me because they claimed that I fake I teach fake history and I messed with it that they claim also that the Arabs have raped their culture and took their comedic civilization, which is not, which is not right, because we, as we know, Cush, the kingdom of Cush, had ruled Kemet in the twenty-fifth dynasty. This is interesting because even National Geographic, once again, I'm saying to all of those entities, still to this day, even though Dr. Sheikh Antadip, Dr. Sheikh Antadip proved. I mentioned the smoking gun before the break, right? This was the smoking gun, the melanin dosage test. But even before that, even the Greeks, 
Even the Greeks told the truth. The Greeks were not, yes, they, they, they did a lot of plagiarizing. Yes, they did a lot of taking information and putting their name on it so they could be the father of this and that and the other. Yes, they did do that, but they also said unequivocally, this is who they are. Hundreds of years later, they said no. They were Caucasian. The Greeks, the Arabs, the Europeans, all of them. They were Caucasian. They claimed what was ours, what we had done. But but by the fact that Dr. Jopp had the melanin dosis test, that's why they that's why they denied him for years access to mummies. But finally when it happened, it proved they were African. It proved that they were melanated. Also, too, that documentary proves that those who built the pyramids were African. They were melanated. But like I said, I don't care what proof you have. I say it's this. It's cognitive dissonance. I say it's this. I saw a piece on Dr. Watts dated just recently, 2021 or 2022, him adamantly claiming, no, they were not black. They were not black African. Once again, family, there is no such damn thing as black African. There is African and then there's others. If Caucasians or Arabs or any damn body else were born on the continent, they're not because they were born there they're not African I bet you any damn money although maybe some Negro who was born in China want to be claimed as Chinese but I bet you they don't claim his ass as Chinese unless of course he is becomes famous you know just like they didn't they didn't claim shit about Giannis Antetokounmpo when his ass and his family's ass was out in the streets selling this that and the other to survive Yeah, I'm going to open up the flow so we can uh, have some discussion. Yeah. Egypt civilization is not black, but this demonstration was the fourth after the ones in Los Angeles, San Diego, and San Francisco. And there will be more Dr. Awas. Can't stand his ass. Yeah, I can't stand his ass. 443, 443, good afternoon. Teach, Baba. Teach. (laughs) Teach, Baba. Yes, sir. Got to. Again. The lie. Because the lies are pervasive, brother. They are there. The The lie has to continue to live in order for white supremacy to reach its fullest. Yeah. Is full of expectations. There's there's no way in the world that you can that you can keep the truth from being said because the truth needs no introduction. Right. And and if the world 
is against the truth, then I'm against the world. Let me say it again. If the world is against the truth, I'm against the world because the truth, the truth is, is something that it, it may, it may, you may not see it for a long time. You may not hear it for a long time, but eventually the, the truth comes out. Exactly. And we see what, and, and, and the thing about the ancestors is they were, the, they were a magnificent people. They were people who, for some, for some, for some reason, I believe that they they knew that they would not. They know that they they don't That's stay right. on this earth forever. That's right. Can you hear me? I can hear you yeah, very so well. They, yeah. I, so what they did was they made sure that you're not going to ever forget this truth. We're going to build monuments to the truth. I say we're going to you're, we're going to we're going to write in stone so that you can't erase the truth, That's and right. you can steal all our artifacts. You can take all all the the things that we've uh, the the paintings and the, the the sculptures, but what you can never take is the truth. But you can manipulate it, and that's what's happened now. We've been manipulated into believing that for some reason, white we can't do anything without white folks having their hand in it. There has to be a rugu in it, or it can't exist. That's right, and that's and that's not true. That's not true, brother. You are you are. You are spinning knowledge today, and I like the way you're doing it. It's not a dialogue; it's a mo- it's a monologue. And sometimes you have to you have to say what you have to say, and and let it marinate. Yeah. Because there were so many things in the beginning that you said, and I wanted to I just wanted to jump in and, and say something, but I said no, because I can't stop the flow. Because you were in a place where you were progressively, you started low with the information and you progressively moved forward and moved up and up and up. And now you're to the point where you're actually just saying the hell with these white folks. Right. The hell with them. Just let y'all go on and, and do, do what you you want to do. Eat your GMO food, <laughs> put on your girl's clothes, read your nasty books to your children. But what you, what you will do is you will leave our children alone. You'll leave the old and you'll and so because you're coming, they're coming for the children. They're not coming for you, Baba Oshi. Mm-hmm. You are, you are, your conviction is strong. They can't push you off of where you are, but they're coming for our children because the children, the children are, are impressionable. The children want to fit in where they get in. And what they don't understand is you don't have to follow the, their Rugu. Their Rugu has to follow you. Right. You are who they want to be. Why do you think they're putting stuff in their butt and, and, and things in their lips and, and going to a t- tanning parlors? Mm-hmm. A tan- what is a tanning parlor? I'm going there to get dark. You're going to get dark? What what that mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, you got a beautiful tan. I was born with this. This is melanin, yes. fool. Do you we understand? Yes, <laughs> so, no, my brother. So it's not are. as complicated as it seems, but it's but also it's not as simplistic as it, as it may seem. It, it's it's, the more things change, the more things stay the same. You you can't get rid of you can't get rid of something that's in your DNA. And Africa in me, I may not be in Africa right now. I'm going back, but it may it may not be I may not be in Africa. But Africa's in me every day, all day, and every time I open my mouth, I say something about my homeland. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I didn't go there and steal my homeland. I'm not like some other cultures that we just going to go over there one year and just take and move these Palestinians out of here. We, this is our land. We didn't do that in Africa. Everybody wants what Africa has. That's and right. as you always say, 
Yep. They don't want to pay for it. They showed up. They showed up. <laughs> think they need. Yep. But no, take another call, my brother. Right, I just brother. wanted to say. Thank you. You know I'm. You Thank know I'm listening. You know I'm always listening, brother. Appreciate it, brother. Hotep. Hotep. Yes, sir. Hotep means go in peace. Go in peace. Two o two. Two o two. Good afternoon. Two o two. I know you don't. Hello. Yeah. Uh, good afternoon. Good I'm here. Okay, my here? Bro- I'm there. Go ahead, Brother Rick. Okay, yeah, I, I, I know you're doing great because I can hear it in your tone, man. <laughs> you know, I uh, it, we, we too bad we don't have schools where we can teach our young ones the reality of, of the world that we live in. Right. This don't have nothing to do with the earth. This is the world that we live in that is basically controlled by present day slave masters mm-hmm. and we are the present day slaves whether we want to admit it or not you know however if you as you often refer to history is most important you know uh there were many 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 some documented most mm-hmm. not documented right. slave revolts where the slaves said fuck this i'd rather die and live one more hour under your oppression. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that's a spirit that we have lost. We have lost that. It's it's part of being a human. I mean, you can love your parents, but if your daddy beats your behind all the time, you can't wait to get out of that house. And you hope that he's gonna get some of that back because it wasn't right. Mm-hmm. You know what? You follow what I'm saying? Right. That's just right. natural law. That don't have nothing to do with, you know, my parent or my love for my parent. That's called law. You know, when you do things that are not right, you're going to get it coming back to you. So I I say all the time, and you probably get tired of hearing me say it, but I'm going to say it because it's it's in my soul, man. Until we realize methods of communication that are devoid of white folks' interference, we have no grounds to fight. That's right. However, it's not that difficult to do. However, and, and, and I often think, like, I hope that some young brother or sister will someday hear what I'm saying and say, hey, man, that makes a lot of sense. We mm-hmm. could do that, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and produce. And, and, but, but, but let me say this, too, because this is something that's been on my mind. You know, everything ha- that happens has a beginning, and it doesn't often begin with the end, if you follow what I'm saying. Okay. In other words, right. you start to do something, and in the course of doing it, you say, oh, let's do this. Well, let's add this, or let's take this out. Mm-hmm. I, I often think that if we could just, as a people, just three days in a row, don't participate in nothing. Lock your doors, pull your shades, let them wonder why you didn't come to work today. How come their system is shutting down on the second day? All hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. On the third day, we say, well, look, this is what has to happen for this shit to change. I, it, it, you know, it, it might sound a little fantastic or even fanatic. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when somebody, like if you married and your wife stopped giving you that thing, man, it's like, hey, look, we got to talk. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'm I, I'm I'm convinced, man, that that would be an excellent way to start this conversation, if you want to call it that. You know, 
uh, and let them know we're serious. And the amount of 50 or 60 million, it just take half of them. 30 million black people just say, hell no, we ain't working this week. Man, you know them folks would be sitting down, at brother. the door. Yeah. On, on the fourth day, they would be sitting at the door. What is it that y'all need? And the thing that would come out of my mouth would be, we need y'all to leave us alone. Yep. Let us build our own Wall Street, wherever we are. Mm-hmm. You know, but we, 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 we too many of us are, are, are simply trying to get something out of the system that really won't progress anybody but us. Mm-hmm. You know, I want for my brother what I want for myself. That's, I want you to have right. a good life. That's right. As well as me. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's what Elijah Muhammad taught. Love for your brother what you want. He, he didn't right. say want for your brother. He said love for your brother. Yeah, what, what you, you love want for, for yourself. yourself. I say, yeah, See, that's two different things, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, Oshi, I, I just I commend you, you know, for not. I don't even know if it's a courageous thing. It's just you. <laughs> it's just me. Yeah, it's what you know, we, do. we don't want no accolades. No, no, we want it's what results. we do, brother. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm informing and you. I, I'm enlightening you, and I hope that you understand that. And your mind, and your ways, and the things that you do are changed. Exactly, I agree. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, sir. So I, I could just commend you, man. I just want you to know, you know, uh, you, you're not just talk, preaching to the choir. Hopefully, there are people, and like sometimes I even take what you put on here, or you know, and send it to my children, man. And you know, if a spark comes out, they say, "Man, he, he talked like you used to talk, daddy." <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's because I, that, I mean, that was it. I homeschooled my children yeah. until I had to. Center of school to get a diploma well, so well, they like, can move out in the world. But I took, well, you know, I you, it, it, there's so many, so many things we could do, yeah. man. Well, but I'll we tell don't you, do this it. piece, this piece that Brother Akinyele uh, sent, uh, dealing with the Arabs racism, is a good piece to send mm-hmm. to your children because of what they're talking about in the in the instance of ancient Kemet and Cleopatra. Yeah. So those two things right there, and I can forward them to you if you uh, text me. Uh, your email address, and I will forward them to you. I, I will. Okay, I'll do that. But I, 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 I just want to end with this. The, uh, uh, um, uh, well, I must not be the time for it because it slipped my mind. <laughs> okay, so maybe but, next time. But like, yep. but like I said, we, you know, in 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 unity comes strength. That's right. Only you know, you can see four or five cats. Yeah, four or five cats can run a pit bull the hell on down the street. That's right. <laughs> you know, that's right. Let's do it. Thank you, you, brother. Mate. Peace to you, my All friend. Right. Peace. Peace. Yes, sir. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Good morning. Good good day, brother Paul. <laughs> and all around the globe we go, Baba Ochi. All around the globe we are. That's right. All around. Baba Ochi. Yes, sir. Baba Ochi. Baba Ochi. Let Let's just say. Um, that uh, I hope you're doing well. I know you're doing well, and uh, give thanks for life. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Baba Ochi, I meant I meant to say um, previously, yeah, um, and I wanted to say while Brother Irv was on, and I want to give um, some um, uh, credit to uh, our brother and uh, your 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 presenter, Brother Quaker. Yes, um, because I, 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 as I understand, he facilitated 
the program uh, while you was away, and it yeah. was um, it's excellent because and it's important for me to say this. The reason being is um, it, it's so brilliant when somebody can facilitate and step in because they are just as important as the presenter. Um, and that's what makes it work. We're, and, you know, that's that's how we work together. You know, we step in and we help and we do what we need to do with the tools we have. You understand? Yes. Um, and the other reason why I need to say it, because it always bugs me out when um, I hear our people. Let me just say this. I don't mean to offend anyone. Use this word. I can't think of a better word at the moment. Excuses. I'm just going to say excuses. Because for me, I, I always told my children, I have five of them, and I told every one of them, there, there is nothing named can't. I, I tell them that, and I mean it, and I hear them say it now. The youngest one is in their they're in twenties and thirties now, mm-hmm. and I see it in their behaviour. There's nothing named can't. I see it in my youngest one. She's at university. She does it. She's even the treasurer for the university. She does everything because there's nothing in her mind. That's how I told her. Mm-hmm. There's nothing named can't. There is nothing. You can't come to me and say you couldn't or what. You have to explain what you need to do and we're going to get it done. Right. So I have a problem when I hear people, you know, and, and the things I've tried to do in my life is, you know, sometimes you, 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 you try and get advice and you just, let me just say this, you just make sense out of nonsense because sometimes when people talk because they don't really know, they bluff their way. And you realize that they were talking nonsense. Right. Because what they were trying to tell you couldn't get done, you just do. So what I'm saying is this, my brother, is there is nothing that we as a people can't achieve. That's right. And I, there is. And, and, brother Paul, let me say and, this. And, and not only that, we are achieving these things just because one doesn't know. Just because, because we, <laughs> it's incredible that some people think that they know what a billion people on the earth are doing. That, that in itself is lunacy. <laughs> That's arrogance. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's You're lunacy. Right. It's total lunacy. Yeah. Like as if one can tell you what a billion people are doing on the planet. Like, <laughs> oh, they're not doing this or they're doing that. They have no idea what they're doing. They have not, just because they're not shouting it loud and turn for their pulpit, don't mean they're not doing it. You understand? And sometimes, they achieve these things, Baba Ochi. They are, they outstandingly achieve these things. And sometimes what they achieve is robbed from them, stolen from them. Mm. Somebody else takes it away from them and goes and patents it. So many ideas which on things people have achieved, right? They have been murdered for. They have been killed for. It's not that they haven't done it. They've bloody done it. I've taken time to look at some of these people and research, and we have done a lot of things, and we are doing a lot of things. We are so incredible. But the problem is, yeah, we we have a formidable, and I have to say it like this, we have a formidable adversary who works on a a need-to-know basis, and he works on on a psychopathic basis. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You understand? He has a psychopathic nature. So it's not that we cannot do and we are not doing, that we are dealing with a psychopath. And that psychopathic uh, 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 nature of that being, it was never in our psyche. No. We didn't have that psychopathic nature. We have now, some of us have got it now, because we have inherited it. We have caught the disease of colonialism. We have caught the disease of the psychopath. 
Mm. A lot of us have. We have to admit it. Yeah. We can't keep pretending, Baba Ochi. Yeah. A lot of us have caught the disease of the psychopath. So just because they wear the same skin as me, right? They're not all my kins. That's right. Not all skin folk, kin folk. I'm telling you that. Right. They are psychopaths too. Yep. In fact, my brother Paul, I don't know if you have the book, Psychopathic Racial Personality by Dr. Bobby Wright. If you don't have no. it, you need to no, get it. No, it's one of the books I need to get. Yes. Psychopathic yes. Racial Personality. He wrote it in the 70s. You know, he died in early 80s. And it's a dynamic essay. I mean, it is on point. Psychopathic Racial Personality. He also, within that book, there's other essays, one particularly uh, about children and menticide. He coined the term menticide, which is a deliberate and systematic attack on another people's psyche, on their mind. You know? So, yeah, please, man, get that book, Psychopathic Racial Personality, Dr. Bobby Wright. Yeah. I, I will do that. It's okay. one, you know, I go, for, I, you know, I've got to get to that stage again where I can um, sit down again and start reading. Yeah. I'm so all over the place doing so much that sometimes you don't really get that. But right. you know, you have to do that because you have to exercise that part of your, but I'm not going to keep much longer. I'm just, I want to say okay. this, Baba Ochi. Yeah? Go ahead. I want to say this. Um, yeah. So what I'm saying is this, yeah. We are doing these things that people claim we're not doing and, and think they know because they, they feel that in their experience, in their lifetime, they know what a billion people on the planet are doing and they have no idea. Right. So what the point, so here we go to conclude it. Yeah. To conclude it. A lot of the information, why we are, why we get to that point of ignorance is because the information we have been fed. 90 Eight percent of his indoctrination. We've been indoctrinated. We've been indoctrinated with somebody else's psyche. We've been indoctrinated with somebody else's ideology, right? And we've been indoctrinated with other somebody else's mindset, right? So, you know, we, we we've got to talk and we've got to communicate with each other, which we are doing. Baba Ochi, you know, you're the same age as my father, and the reason why I know that because when you came on the radio, you told us your age, okay? And many presenters ain't, don't, but you are the same. So I'm, so, so you you share a lot of the same generational patterns as him. And I, I'm saying that each generation, we're supposed to come with something different and something new, right, to the table. We pick up the work of those who've come before us, and then we add to it. That's what we're supposed to do. We add to it. And trust me, in the time from my father to now, my father's a very you know, intelligent man, just like yourself. But in truth, with the with the with the access to the internet and the access to information, and I and I and I I'm I'm a hoarder of information. I love <laughs> I information, just like you. I am. I love it yeah. because I love to learn every minute of the day. I need to learn, and trust me, the information I know now. Trust me, Baba Ochi. The things we have done and these people have lied about, we have done so much. Yeah. Yeah, you talk yeah. about the pyramids, Baba Ochi. When, when, I, when I talk to people about ley lines, they have no clue what I'm talking about. Ley lines and capturing the energy. From Hello, Brother Paul. Brother Paul. Brother Paul was spitting some truth out there and it kind of cut my brother off, man. I think you lost Brother Paul, Brother Baba Ochi. 
I think so, Brother Herb. I think I have. But I'm I'm winding down anyways, man. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I was watching the clock. I saw it's just time to <laughs> Yeah. Time to... <laughs> yeah. I gotta take I got I gotta take my grandson to his, he has a game today. So he needs to be well, I hope to... he does well. Oh yeah. Coming from the injury. He's coming back from the injury. That's he had right. a yeah. wrist injury, correct? Correct. Yeah. And an ankle injury. So he Oh know, wow. So he's coming yeah. off injury reserve. Yep. He's going go... <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how he does. I gotta get into the school. <laughs> So he can get on, be great. So he can get on the team bus, and I'll, I'm going to go out there and check him out, see how he does. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah, he's going to be great. He's going to be great. You know it. <laughs> I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate brother. All great show. Guys. Great Thank show. You. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate Excellent. it. Yep. Excellent show. Brothers and sisters, we end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko: the most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do without, and they sure in the hell don't want to pay for. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shemhotep, that means go in peace. A sante sana means thank you. Bibi Vahorie, Bibi Vahorie means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. Thank you for listening. I hope that you'll listen on Friday. Peace, family. <laughs>